hail our fair Riverdale Register. Hello everyone and welcome to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. And my name is John. Don't. You're going to do it. You're I wasn't about to say to. it. Again. I wasn't. You're wrong. It's totally New fine. season, new life. New life. New, totally new life. New um, stuff. Two, new stuff. <laughs> new yeah, sorry. We're really bad at introductions. Um, I, I think that's our strength, though. I know. Boy. So, welcome back to another episode of Riverdale. You were right. Stella's just like digging into a chair now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, she's just chowing down on a bone. It's uh, really cute. But you guys can't see it, but you can imagine what it's like. So we're just going to get right into it. I just came from the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, which is not the full title of the show. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the red carpet for that. Talked to some of your favorite people. Saw Cheryl Blossom in real life with wow. her boyfriend. Wow. Um, she looks super good. And now I'm really tired. And we have <laughs> we have a whole night of adventuring to do. That's right. Um, we're going out after this. We're going out after this. And I did none of those things. <laughs> yeah, no, he did none of those things, but he looks so much more well-rested than me. You honestly, you just see John and look at how well-rested <laughs> he is. And then you should see me. I'm just haggard. I had to stand for so long, um, but it was fun. But now you're sitting down and all you have to do is yeah. talk, talk about R- Riverdale. And- right. Well, I, I talked to Roberto today and I was like... Like, it was, like, one of those things where it's, like, you have an interview, and then usually you get rushed, like, okay, now, like, somebody more important wants to talk to him, like, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Um, but this time, like, I didn't get rushed, so I, I cut myself off, and then I was like, okay, Roberto, I have, like, one more question for you, for you off the record. <laughs> um, and now I know the identity of the serial killer this season, because he just told me. I'm kidding. No, I asked him about something else. But if you were like, it's Kevin Keller. <laughs> and it's Kevin Keller. No, but I, I did uh, I did talk to Roberto and it was really cool. Um, but I'm really tired now. It would have been so funny if you like introduced yourself and he was like, Oh, I know who you are. <laughs> you bitches. Your podcast. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> we all make fun of your podcast. We play it in the writer's room and laugh. <laughs> laugh. Oh, your theories are stupid. <laughs> It's fine. But we yeah. did give you Choni. That was a... We did. We felt so bad about that that we gave you Choni. But yeah, no. So it's basically... All I'm saying is it's been a very Riverdale-centric day for Caitlin. Um, and we're really excited because our friends are doing the Binging Adventures of Sabrina. So just going to plug that again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's coming up. And we're also going to plug something else. It's called Ourselves. Um, and we got two five-star reviews. Oh, and, that's um, right. We, yeah. uh, I'll read the first one. Yes, you will. It's titled Love It by DMIC Dimmick 1415 You guys are my favorite Riverdale podca- podcast or just after-show podcast in general. So kind. One of the reasons I always get excited when a new episode of Riverdale comes on is because I get to listen to your commentary on it. You guys are super insightful but still never fail to make me laugh. Keep it up, guys. I've never been called insightful. That's so kind. <laughs> I'm kidding. Other brave reviewers. Brave New World. The Brave New World. Um, this one is called Five Star Podcast by Sean 41 So I recently took a vacation off from work, and my plans had got canceled, so I stayed home majority of my vacation, got to looking for something to watch until Game of Thrones Season 8 comes out, and saw Riverdale. I was instantly hooked by the show. I love Cheryl, LOL, seems. I spend majority of my time watching Season 1 and 2, and just recently watched Episode 1 of Season 3. I'm very hooked on this show, and then to top it off, I found your guys' podcast. That's not how they said it, but I found (laughs) your your guys' podcast. And I think you guys do a very good job, but I really wanted you to know, keep it up. For, keep up all the good work. Um, I'm one of your guys' newest fans. Aww, oh, that's so nice. That's so nice. I've been so glad you really guys. Great. I found out this week we have fans in Germany. Yeah, well, that's oh, wild. There's one thing I wanted to say. Um, I could be wrong, but I've heard that you can't see international reviews. So oh. I'm not saying that people have left us international reviews. What if there's hundreds of unread international <laughs> reviews? But if there are hundreds of unread international reviews, um, you can send them to us on Twitter, um, and we'll read them that way, if you're international. And what is the title of this episode? Oh, right. Okay. Yes. This title of this episode is called Chapter 37, Fortune and Men's Eyes, and it is based on a play which later became a movie um, in 1971. 
Um, it's about a man named Smitty, something that can only happen in 1967. Schmitty? Uh, there was Smitty. a there was a kid in my high school who we called Schmitty. But like as a joke, because it's a ridiculous name. A little bit. Little okay. Bit. I mean, not saying it's, if it's your name, it's not ridiculous, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying to be inclusive. Don't worry. He definitely listens to the podcast. That's good. <laughs> Thanks, Smitty. Um, a, it's about Smitty, a 17-year-old who's sentenced to six months in basically juvie. Um... And he has cellmates who were gay. Love I'm going to be honest. Seems like this movie does not treat gay people that well. Uh, this, yeah, no. They got <laughs> opinions about gay people. <laughs> yeah, so um, we don't condone this film necessarily. And if there's some like layer to this that I'm not understanding where it's actually pro-gay, I don't get that vibe from this uh, Basically, it's a movie about a guy who goes to prison and the gay lifestyle. Don't is it seems bad. very violent? Um, yeah, which is honestly not at all how I've it ever. It might be like trying to say like prisons violent and gay people are violent. <laughs> we haven't really done a deep analysis of this movie, um, but right now from the Wikipedia page, <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> um, John had a few alternate titles that he thought would be better. Uh, the Longest Yard, Gridiron Gang. You mentioned Shawshank. I don't know if that really works here. There are a lot of prison-based football movies that we could have used for this, but I think I figured out what's going on with these titles. They're not just titles that the writer's room thinks of for the episodes. They're the titles that Jughead gives to these chapters in his stupid book. Now that I'm reading the Wikipedia page, maybe it is... Good for gay people. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's either really, really bad or it's supposed to be. We're going to do a deeper dive into this next week. Are we? And we're going to. I want to know. I hope I'm not misrepresenting um, someone's work. And I don't want to do that. So anyway, John, who wrote this episode? Who directed this episode? Are you fans of them? Have we all, have we all seen their work before on Riverdale? This episode was directed by Jeff Wolnoff. Uh, this is his first episode of Riverdale. He did an episode of Cloak and Dagger, which was a great show that went on over the break. Uh, he's done a couple episodes of The Expanse, which is also a pretty cool show. Uh, Vikings Incorporated, <laughs> Heroes Reborn, Saving Hope, Bones. Okay. Yeah, he's just been around. Oh, he did Bowser Galactica. Wow, this guy's been working for a while. Okay, and I want to talk about Michael Grassi. Uh, the writer is Michael Grassi. Yeah, so you looked at me like I was doing something bad. I hadn't gotten there yet. Okay, we're we're going to talk about it. It's not that they're... Okay, but just, just to be aware, uh-huh. this guy has written one, two, three, four, five previous episodes of Riverdale. Yes. And are you sure you haven't already said what you were about to say on a previous podcast? I'm positive we have, because that's how I know who he is. Okay. I'm a fan. John, I, it's been a long day, John. <laughs> I, I can't even I can't even tell you how long No, no, no I feel bad. What is <laughs> this it? This is not me. What did I you do? I cut you off. You totally lost what you were going to say. What was I going to say about and now Grassi? I, I don't know. I love Degrassi. <laughs> you were like, Michael Grassi. Now he directed. And then Degrassi. I was like, or he wrote Degrassi. Did he? Yes. He wrote five episodes. 28 episodes. <laughs> and I always remember that because his name is like, is like Degrassi. <laughs> You guys really listen to this, huh? <laughs> Gonna break the fourth wall. Best after show. Dare to defy. Well, anyway. <laughs> where would, Whose plotline would you like to start with this week? There's Archie really- in prison, uh, Veronica's whatever, Betty and Jughead's classic, or... That little morsel they gave Kevin. <laughs> I was going to say, let's start with the little morsel they gave Kevin. All right. Kevin's got a plot this week. Sure. If that's Woo! what you want to call it. Sure. He's got, I'm sorry, Kevin has three scenes this week. Kevin has three scenes this week, but it's really good because when he is like carving up people in the woods, like they're going to have to explain how he's doing that. So he can't be in that much when of he's, When show. he's making his little, <laughs> his little uh, Gargoyle King outfit and walking on stilts in the woods. In the gay woods. Oh my God. You figured it out. He went to the gay woods. <laughs> That's what he was doing when he was first out there. Exactly. He was facing the area for secret faults. That's why he didn't save any of the other guys in the gay woods. 
<laughs> who escaped from that prison. All right, I'm all in on Kevin this time. Exactly. It makes so much sense. <laughs> so anyway, Kevin's first scene is that uh, he goes to kiss Moose in the hall, and Moose is like, whoa, no, my dad's right over there. So is his dad homophobic? I guess, Or yeah. does not want to see his son, like, PA All we know about his dad is that he was in the military, knew Kevin's father, and is now running our ROTC. Yeah. Which is... Slightly different. Riverdale ROTC. Because... That's still looking... Is something. Riverdale its own country? With its own yeah, military? Yeah, we, well, we established it's definitely a state. Yeah, but Might like, be a country. It's not like ROTC in New Jersey is NJ ROTC. Right, it doesn't make sense. This is one of those things where the ROTC would be mad. I mean, could we not clear the name ROTC? Do they care? Mm, I don't know, man. Is that like a thing? The government's really weird. It's true. You know this. It's true. Yeah. So anyway, and his dad's like, get over here, boy. If you're not on time, you're late. <laughs> Yeah, that's... Or, like, if you're not early, you're you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. Can you imagine me on military time? No. No, me no, either. No, no, I, I don't think I could imagine you at basic. Basic time? Yeah, basic like, training. Oh, I thought you meant, like, wait, no, I'm strong now. You know, you saw how strong I am. You're very strong. No, no. I'm it's, very it's, strong. You're, you're strong of strength. It's, Thank it's, you. Thank you, John. It's... <laughs> Strong of body. It's uh, <laughs> strength of will that I'm worried oh, so about. so I don't have strength of will? I I don't know. Wait the fuck. That's so much worse than I mean, what I said before. Caitlin, you, they they insult you a lot. Oh, then no. Absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't do that. No. Thousand percent, no. <laughs> My strength of will, actually. Yes, you're right. You know me so well. Okay. But I could lift stuff now. because Oh, trying. no. Totally. You do... The physical stuff, yeah, you're doing great. Thank you. I'm exercising, guys. I want you to know that. <laughs> when I'm not podcasting, I'm exercising. <laughs> That's not true. I have other things. I have other things. So Sorry. It's, it's clear that Moose is awkward with his dad about the fact that he's gay or bi or... You don't need to label whatever. it. Yeah, it's whatever, whatever, whatever Just let Moose be. God. Uh... <laughs> And so later, Kevin sees Moose at Pops, and he comes in his cute little RRTC uniform with the Rotsy, with the with the little hat and the sweater vest, with all of his friends in their little hats and sweater vests. Very cute. Kevin's and and he like awkwardly is like, Kevin, I can't hang out with you, but like, you want you want to eat with all my all my militant friends? Yes. And Kevin's like, Are you ashamed of me? And Moose is like, No. This is just serving and the plot. Kevin leaves, and Moose is like, God, I just don't understand. Yeah, Moose, it's a lot of things that you should have picked up on a lot earlier. And so at the end, Kevin walks into the ROTC, the ROTC room, mm-hmm. uh, in his own ROTC uh, uniform. <laughs> he asks, uh, he's like, can I join the ROTC? Uh, he wants to join the ROTC. Which is funny because he, he walked in in, in in full uniform. So and then like, was like, I would like to He went out, join. purchased it all or made it all, put it on. Just walked in and always be like, is this okay? And the guy was like, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. I knew your dad, so sit on down. You know we give those outfits to people, <laughs> right? You don't have to buy it yourself or make it yourself. Totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. And that's. That's Kevin. That's Kevin's plot. Yeah, I mean, of all the things that they don't Just, show us about him murdering people, this is Kevin's plot. Right, right, right. They can't put too much of him in episodes because right. then you notice that he's running out to, <laughs> to the to the woods to put on a scary costume and exactly. make kids drink evil blue liquid. Yeah, I don't think the liquid is evil, but I'm not positive. I don't know. Veronica? You want to do Veronica? Yeah, I want to do the ones that I don't care that much about. <laughs> Knock them out of the we way. We want to get those done quick. All right. Exactly. So the dads, the Hot Riverdale dads, all meet up at Pops, which... Yeah. Reminder, and Veronica says in this episode, she owns it now. So she owns Pops, but also works there like she doesn't own it. Right. She has the opportunity to hire anyone in her class. Unless she can't afford help. Okay, but she has to be... Oh, actually, no, that makes sense then. Like, if she literally can't afford to pay anyone besides the guys at the grill and, I assume, Pop... Though the the place is still bringing in the same amount of business. Right, right, right. So, like, she should have... <laughs> right, it enough, should be And fine. she's paying nothing. nothing for housing or health insurance or yeah, a phone she bill. she should be able to pay somebody else. As of this time, she should be able to afford to... Pay $500 a week. Help yeah. any kid at that school who needs money more than she does. Yeah, because she's 
doing actually fine. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Cool. So, according to the dads, there were three false eyewitness testimonies against Archie huh. during the trial. Weird that no one mentioned that last episode. <laughs> but anyway, and the dads, and, and they're like, camp in the woods. And dad's like, they won't be for long. We'll find them. That's smart. They do not find them in this episode. No, no, no. They show it, up later it, at the mayor's office, having it, not found anyone. <laughs> it is it is a longer time. Veronica also decides to tell all of these three dads that she's going to keep the fires burning at Riverdale High while Archie's gone, so everything will be exactly as he left it when he came back. Which is a weird thing to care that much about, honestly. <laughs> right? And not a one of the dads responds to this with any emotion. <laughs> They're like, okay. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, we're gonna go beat up the witnesses, <laughs> but you go. do that. You do. You become president or whatever. So uh, that's what she wants. She wants to be president right. in Archie's place, right? Because okay, why? She does at one point passingly mention that she was his running mate. Yeah, which is a legitimate reason, right. To get it, but that's only one time, and she spends the rest of the episode going, "I'm his girlfriend. Give me the presidency." <laughs> right. Exactly. So she gets a presidency. She, like, walks up to the principal, and she's like, hey, can I be class president? <laughs> because Archie's not here. And he's like, uh, someone else uh, picked it. It's someone it's Cheryl, else said that they wanted to Which is also be. <laughs> not how civics works. No, but you Even know in a high school setting, I feel like they would want to teach us about democracy with a no. runoff or something. Or do they want to teach us about real, real democracy and how life actually works, which is... The person who is the loudest and the most brazen and the most willing to do whatever it takes gets the president. <laughs> I mean, Veronica or Cheryl's the only one who's like, I need this for college. Yeah, Cheryl's like, Jesus Christ, you selfish. Veronica's <laughs> like, I need to save this school from the darkness that is my father. Yeah, and Cheryl's just like, look, I don't do anything interesting. <laughs> Somehow please. I'm the normal one now. Yeah, I know. It really, tide has shifted. She's like, I can't put being in a gang on my resume, so I'm going to be... I can put Master Arch on my resume. Yeah, I hope she does. I hope that she gets a scholarship for that. She also visits Archie in prison, like, a lot. Like, what are the visitation policies at this prison a lot? And what are the hours for it a lot? Well, then she gets nixed from the list. Sure, but the point is, like... Oh, she starts an innocence if project. You're, if you're, you're visiting a prison, you can't go that often, I don't think. I think, I think it's like actually. once a week kind of thing. You think? I, I don't know. I've never... I visited a prison once a week for school um, when I took this really awesome class called the Inside Out Program. And yeah, it was really lit. Um, oh. Wow. That sounded No, terrible. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it Was it way. about books too? <laughs> no, basically it was actually really amazing. Like I'm not without any joking aside. It was, we took class alongside the um, inmates who were incarcerated. Um, and we learned together a lot about the prison system and prison reform and why basically the prison system is really fucked up and therefore why Hiram Lodge is evil. So it has really informed ah, a lot of... It really came back together. It really it? came back yeah. together. But it was an amazing program if you guys are in college and you were offered that. Um, I really think it's really valuable. It really made me think of prison in a really different light um, and who who or what, quote-unquote, like is an inmate and what gets people to prison. It really just was very eye-opening and really made me, I feel like, be a more empathetic person. What was it called again? The Inside Out Program. I hope it still exists. I haven't checked on it in a while. So, but I'm <laughs> if pretty it sure does, it does. Uh, tweet out like a link or something. Yeah. No, it's really awesome. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So, she visits Archie and notices he doesn't have shoes. So, she and Reggie apparently get him... These nice new and shoes, nice exceedingly shoes. ugly <laughs> shoes. They were so ugly. In the bright were blue and yellow, fine. like the Riverdale colors. And it's insane. Reggie in his super hot and Reg- mouth was like, you can wear them to the pep rally if you were going into school. We <laughs> need our running back. Blah, 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 he specifically huh? is like, these kicks are great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're he, not. he's like, we need the running back. I love that Reggie was probably secretly like, yeah, finally our Reg and Archie kind of ugly ass sneakers. So, yeah, Veronica decides to start a chapter of the Innocence Project. Is that a real thing? Yeah, that is a real thing. Okay. It's kind of not so much for this kind of a thing, uh-huh. I would think, but because this is a fictional show, so it's a little weird, but like it's fine. That this is the thing they do use the actual name of? Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. It's a little strange that you can't use the ROTC, but you can use the Innocence Project. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, the Innocence Project is a thing. 
so she asks her mom if she can do this, and her mom's just like, sure, okay, whatever. which is directly against what she wants. I so. think Hermione just wants to shove Veronica up. I, I, I guess, but like, she's you don't like, have to do what she wants. You're the mayor. Well, she's like, she's going to do it anyway, and if she doesn't do it under my jurisdiction, she's going to make a whole mess. I guess. I guess. Whatever. Uh... Archie tells Veronica about the football game that he's going to play with all these inmates, which we will get to. Yeah, bad decision. But... On so many levels. She decides to give Cheryl the presidency that Cheryl already has in exchange for the River Vixens uh, going up to the to the football game right outside the fence and doing a um, not-great rendition of Jailhouse Rock. You didn't think it was good? I didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? It was good. It felt wholly inappropriate. Like, if you're oh, in jail, you yeah, don't want to hear Jailhouse Rock. That's fair. Actually, completely fair. But I thought the actual performance was good. I didn't like it. Halfway through a performance, she sees her dad and runs off to talk to him. And he's all like, I own this prison. You Remember can't come here Remember, I own all of this. I things. own everything. Shakes her. I own everything. <laughs> she's like, not me and Archie. Does she say that? Yeah, she's like, you can roll, you own everything except Archie and me. Funnest, you can't break us up. The most fun part about this whole thing is that Veronica's going through all of this, but we know that she's eventually going to hook up with Reggie. So how is that going to happen? Okay, but like, if they did it in one episode, you wouldn't feel right about that either. Right. I do feel like there was a scene cut out where she and Reggie buy the shoes and like... Maybe, yeah. And are a little bit flirt. cute. Yeah. Or at least clear some air, but... They're uh, already pretty cute as a real-life couple. Right, right, right. But in the show, right. they still have to lay the groundwork. They can't yeah. just look at the screen and be like, we're a couple in real life. We're a and couple then start in hooking real life, up. wink, wink. Yeah. If they hooked up right then and there, that would establish a thing for me. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> And then, yeah, so he tells her that she can't visit Archie anymore. And then he just kind of nods to security and they start beating up all the boys. Yeah, that was insane. And. Well, they rush into the field. I mean, Veronica also goes back to finish the song. She, like, bye, dad, runs back, finishes singing the song with <laughs> imagine, all the cheerleaders. Imagine if that <laughs> like was being life. there. Like, like, imagine being in this place in person <laughs> where they bring this, like, 90s uh, uh, boombox and start playing this song. And, like, it can't be that loud. And there's all these boys shaking the chains really loudly. <laughs> so you definitely can't hear anything they're saying as they're kind of singing Jailhouse Rock. It would be almost more embarrassing. A thousand weirdly thrusting boys. In, <laughs> and then one just runs off to talk to her dad real quick. <laughs> comes back, finishes the song, you go back to play football, and then everyone gets beaten up. That's a hell of a day. Oh, God, I love this show. <laughs> I really do. I love this show. And we'll, um, go, we'll talk about the, the, the prison riot. Well, it's unquote. not a riot. It's uh, We'll talk about that in Archie's plot. The prison industrial system. But Veronica goes home. Cheryl's like, why don't you just get a fake ID? And, and then the next day, she decides, you know what's going to be great for my fake ID? If I have a, an, an, a large blonde wig on and like wear a bandana a over my head, a like a like a like a uh, like uh, a mid-century Hollywood uh, uh, I character. I would say an old like Jewish grandmother. <laughs> that was my like a or an Italian like Stregonona. Have you ever read like, those books? These guys have seen her every day for the past four days. Yeah, and also they're she, gonna be like, you're the same person wearing sunglasses and a blonde wig. <laughs> Also, Why does this work? People, like, they definitely dye their hair and people still recognize them. So I never understand why the wig is the only thing that people do. It's like you might not recognize them immediately, but if somebody is checking you in, I'm pretty sure they're like, oh, you dyed your hair. Oh, it looks great. Imagine, imagine you're trying to be, like, in disguise. And someone's like, oh, I love the new hair. New Veronica Lodge. You look amazing. You Shit. You still can't come here, though. <laughs> You gotta go, honey. I'm sorry. You look great. Still not allowed. You know this. Let's get breakfast sometime. Exactly. Let's get brunch. I feel like people need to think this through. But it works. So, hey, like, what are we doing? I'm so mad. I forgot to write down the name she called herself. I haven't had internet all week. Don hasn't been alive uh, all week, basically. Couldn't get my research done for this one, so. Don's done more than I have, though. So, it's fine. The week has been not great, Bob. Not great, but now it's great. So you want to do, uh, who do you want to do next? I want Jughead do Archie. or Archie? You so want to do Archie, which in, means you're most excited about Benny and Jughead's plot. Of course. Plot. And also this is in um, ascending order of how much I care. Yeah. So. So 
the voiceover is talking about how Juvie is the is like the first day of the school year as the men make uh, KJ Appa strip uh, blast him with water and then throw some throw some powder on him. I hated that on the first day of school. <laughs> when, they, when they strip you down, blast you with water and throw I the powder hated on you. That part. It's such a weird thing. I know it's like a weird tradition. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's it's school. I mean, you can't yeah. you don't want to go against a time. You can't change the public school system, you guys. Being deloused. It's great. <laughs> And then the warden draws him to his office. Chisu can be like, Archie, we have a music room here. <laughs> well, that's a definite homage to the Shawshank Redemption, where it's like, oh, you, you like books? We have a library or something. That's true, yeah. Um, and then Andy works in the library. That movie's all so sad. That whole thing. Like, <laughs> Andy and, Dufresne. It ends happily, but like that whole movie is like being punched in the face over and over and over again. And when you think about how many people are behind bars now for crimes that they didn't do or crimes that they shouldn't even be really in prison for because the system is stacked against them. It's just very sad. It's okay. John has put an affectionate hand on my shoulder to make sure that I don't cry over the (laughs) plot of the Shawshank Redemption and its social implications. It's it's a very powerful film. It's a very powerful film. Um, Riverdale actually does a decent job at yeah. I mean for it's just I mean, you know... Tim Robbins is not KJ Alpha, I know, but, you know... If only. If only. (laughs) (laughs) Once we get to Matt... He's got this quote uh, on on this wall. When in disgrace with fortune in men's eyes, I alone beweep my outcast state. Basically, it's like, I'm fucked and... Hey, that's that's from the title of the show. What is... Fortune in men's eyes. That's the title of the episode. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, maybe that's in that movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's Shakespeare, and that's where the... Yeah, cool. So that's that's good. That makes more sense. Okay. I feel less weird about them choosing this title now. So anyway, Archie is bunking with uh, Mad Dog, who okay, is a... What? He is a teenage 25-year-old with the body of a Greek god. Oh my god, I've never in my entire life seen someone with as muscle, like, it's not even that he is, like, strong looking, I've never seen somebody in my entire life, save for maybe, like, a bodybuilder in a magazine, who has muscles that you can see every single little tiny muscle of it's amazing if i was him i would spend all day tracing my muscles with a marker just so everyone else could see how divine my muscles are like he it would be like a gigantic web a web on my body because that's how defined his muscles are like it's insane i need i need everyone to look at a picture of him and count his abs there are so many of them they look like tumors coming from his body. That is how defined they are. This is not an insult. This is a compliment. <laughs> Sorry, John. Did you not feel that way? <laughs> no, that was that was exactly how I felt. He has never had sugar in his entire life. That, that is a man who doesn't eat pizza. He just he the closest he can get pizza. is smelling it. He probably hasn't even smelled pizza. You don't have sixteen abs when you smell pizza, okay? <laughs> I work out too, Mad Dog. I work out too. The guy who plays Mad Dog is also in Glow. Oh my god. Wait, He's Welfare Queen's that? son. Oh, that's cool. Is yeah. he as muscly? No, no, he just wears a sweater vest. Oh, or so a you sweater. Don't, you don't know. He is, but you don't know. Right, right. I do wonder about that. I think about that a lot. If um, I actually feel like very, very muscular actors don't get as many roles as... I mean, I think that all actors, like, you want to go for, like, the Chris Hemsworth look or whatever. Right. Where you're, like... But, like, I don't feel like, actually, a lot of super, super muscular actors get a lot of roles, unless it's an action movie. This week, on The Good Place, oh, Chidi takes off his shirt and blew my goddamn That's mind. what everyone's saying, but people are upset about it. Because <laughs> they're like, when would he work out? <laughs> it doesn't make sense for the character. Yeah. But, like, they, I know they said in season one that he's, like, weirdly buff. Yeah. But, like, no, he takes cute. off your shirt and then you're like, holy, oh, my God. Yeah, Chidi's really cute in general. I almost, like, don't even want to know. Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to, yeah, I don't know. So, Mad Dog has, for some reason, an old-timey uh, TV and record player yeah. in his room. Because it's the 50s in here. Or is the 
juvenile, just like purgatory. And Ooh, just like both? neither. He's been in there for decades. Well, he's been in there for or a like, while. Or like, again, there is no time period in Riverdale. Riverdale is purgatory and stuff is entering from different decades. That's really interesting. I think we should write a show like that. Yeah. Let's call it, let's call it Riverdale. Let's call it Riverdale. <laughs> okay. I was watching Maniac and when they're, they're elves at one point, it's a weird show. And they, yeah, they call their homeland Riverdale. That's so strange. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and Mad Dog just lays down, opens a book. And he tells Archie to uh, tie his shoes tight. Which I think is fair, because I always hate that when my shoes are not Right, tied. you gotta, it's just It's just a safety thing yeah. in general. I mean, yeah. you, can dance you would you look really to. silly if your you shoes were untied. Leave your tied. friends behind. Safety dance? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, it just sprung to mind. Uh, <clears throat> oh shoot, I put that stuff in the wrong spot. So Archie finds the serpents in the yard. He's very quickly like, it's okay, I have a tattoo. Oh my god, he rolls up his sleeves so goddamn And they're fast. like, who gave you that tattoo? It looks fresh. And he's like, Effie Jones gave it to me. His son, uh, Jughead Jones, wanted me to be safe here. And none of these guys have been out for long enough to know that Jughead is like a in charge deal. now. Yeah. He's like, I'm best friends with Jughead, so it's fine. Can you be my friend? Can I sit with you? It's okay, it's okay. No, Jughead. <laughs> Can like, I sit here? Can I sit here, please? Ugh. And uh, then my favorite human being. I mean, what were the odds? What were the odds that Joaquin and his blue, blue eyes are going to walk back into my I, life? I never I noticed his hoped, eyes like this before this episode. I had hoped and I had prayed and then there was a Joaquin and then I was satisfied. So, apparently. Joaquin's a dick now. Off screen, <laughs> he came back to town during the riots and, they got, and arrested. got arrested. And they got thrown on TV. <laughs> But he also became a dick. Maybe I feel he like was a little angry about how he came to town to help, didn't see anyone he knew, and got arrested. <laughs> I didn't even get to say hi. Also, he's Maybe. not 18. No, he was back in Fair Riots, wasn't he? Do we remember that? that mm-hmm. Are you sure? I'm positive that didn't we... did he I'm, come back? I'm pretty sure we didn't see him last season. Are you sure? No, I'm not. No, I think he does come back. I just forgot. Wow. He does very briefly because he sees Kevin and it's a thing. Remember? No. Yeah, no, it, it's a thing. It's okay. a thing. It's a thing. But it was very brief. Okay. I think Fangs was involved. They must really like him. <laughs> the actor? Yeah. Rob? Rob Rocco. Rocco? I don't know. So, uh, walk, and the guys are like, you're cool. And Walking's like, nah. He's not cool. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> this is why Walking's my favorite. <laughs> you want Archie, you want you want to be cool? Shiv that kid over there. Mean we to pay the shiv. gang. A shiv is a. Uh, no, I know what a shiv is, but two shiv. The act of shiving is to like stab it. with a shiv. But you kill them. It's usually a multiple stabs, and then they're bleeding really badly, and it might not kill them, but it will leave an impression. It will definitely leave an impression. This is real gang stuff, by yeah. the way. This and isn't Arkansas like that, that BS, like like serpents do present drives <laughs> at Christmas time <laughs> gangs stuff that we've seen so far. This is what it's actually right yeah. about. Yeah, no, no, no. Prove you're is... one of them by hurting that other guy, and we'll protect you from that other guy who's going to be mad at you for hurting him. Yeah, this is for sure more like gang it's a cycle that I've known of. Yes. So, Archie's like, I'm not going to do that. And then goes to play his guitar alone in the music room. Which actually looks really nice. <laughs> when a bunch of... Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice and empty music room. I'd play the guitar in there. Yeah. Understand. If I could play the guitar. Right, you can. And then, so. and then these, uh, these like, five ghoulies walk up. And they're like, do you remember us? You got us arrested in the drag race. I'm like, or the, what? the car race last season. And John is, like, screaming. It's like, ah, it's like, that goddamn episode. You're like, well, at least it came back. At least it mattered. At least it mattered in yeah. some way, thank God. And they all beat him up and take his shoes. Yeah, and then Archie wears his shower shoes, basically. Right, to, to talk to Veronica. Also, there's just something so dumb about Mad Dog being like, I tried to warn you about those shoes. And it's like, no, you no, just you told did. him to tie them. <laughs> you, I mean, I guess like... You could have been like, hey, listen, bud, your shoe, these guys are going to try to steal your shoes. <laughs> Instead, everyone's really cryptic about he's just it. like, you're going to want to keep those shoes tied. <laughs> he's like, I guess. Reading a book. <laughs> Reading a book. <laughs> All Mad Dog does is pull-ups, <laughs> reads a chapter, push-ups, reads a chapter, tricep dips, reads a chapter. Oh my god, he's so talented. <laughs> he's so multifaceted. I know. He's well-read. I wonder how like much he can push up. So his, his advice for Archie is uh, to survive in prison, you gotta become an animal. Okay, like a mad dog? Like, oh my god. Wow, that's so crazy. 
And then Archie's just like, Mad Dog, how do you have all these things? <laughs> I know. The way and I'm he's like, just like, I'll never tell. <laughs> Excuse me, I have to get back to my oh, oh, God, I'm sorry. I just finished this chapter. I gotta go uh, just jog in place for a while. <laughs> gotta get my cardio in. Come hey, on. do you want all my bread? I don't eat it, ever. <laughs> I have 40 loaves of white bread. <laughs> I've never touched it. So back in the yard, Archie walks out. He's like, can I get everyone's attention? Oh These my are my God. nice shoes. Let's not fight anymore. Let's play football. <laughs> and we were all normal teenagers. We'd be going to school, signing up for clubs, and playing football. And this guy Can walks up. Please talk about And this guy walks up, and he's like, not me. I dropped out of school in the fourth grade. Not a thing. Started to sell drugs to support my nana. So he was nine. He was nine. And he had to sell drugs to support his family. I'm from the streets. To which Archie responds. Then you've never understood how great it is to play high school football. Which is my favorite thing. It was like they took a direct quote from the comics. Took like a a straight out of Compton quote. Right. Pushed them together. This is so pitch perfect, like Archie. (laughs) Just to be like, well, we can solve all our problems with a game. Right, guys? And then this I'm ignoring my battle hardened kid is like, nah, you don't understand what life is really like on the streets. And he's like, you don't understand what life is really like on the football field. Let's go. And anyway, it works, sort of. (laughs) He's like, okay, what if, what if MVP gets my sneakers? And they're all like, yeah. And then I go, well, who decides who's MVP? Who's, who's the referee on this? Oh, is who's it Archie? Like, yeah, Archie. Yeah, Archie gets sneakers. <laughs> oh, it was me. Oh, I keep the sneakers. Oh, so close there, guys. <laughs> oh, high school football. So bad. A little mad dog walks over and he's like, yeah, high school football. <laughs> All right, I won't be playing. Bye, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck this. So Archie tells Veronica about the game. Then the day of the game, he's like, Mad Dog, do you want to play? Mad Dog is, of course, working out. And he's like, no, I got <laughs> other stuff going on. Working out, reading the chapters. Working out some more. He tells his backstory, which is uh, he had a mom, a little sister, and a girlfriend. And one day, the warden says he couldn't see them anymore. So he hasn't oh. had any contact with his family. And then he's also been like in like a month He's going to be transferred from juvie to real prison for uh, 20 years. What happened? So what the hell did he do? (laughs) Did he murder several people too? Did he murder his family? Did he get more kills than Hal did as the Black Hood? He's like, actually, I was the Black Hood the whole time, (laughs) but... But nobody really noticed through the whole thing. I did kill this really skinny blonde who's running in the <laughs> he woods. He killed Chick, imagine. Yeah, can you imagine? Imagine if he killed just Chick. Just like, what did you do? And just cuts really quick to him just killing Chick and cuts back. and like, oh, that's a... I Wait, guess that's what happens. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what if he got framed for killing the drug dealer that Betty killed? Can you imagine? Or Alice killed or Chick killed or whoever that was. So that the kids at Juvie person. are like starting the football game... And then the River Vixens show up, and they all get, like, really horny. It's <laughs> so weird. Like, discussing, like, ah, against the fence. Yeah, I feel like that's not a great portrayal of people who are in prison. Yeah. Like, not ideal. Like, meh, like, kind of Vicky. Like, are they all just, like, that aggressively straight? <laughs> Everyone is that aggressively straight, on, on, like what we've seen in Fortune Men's Eyes, which seems offensive again. Ooh. Maybe it's not, but could be. Um... <laughs> Kaylin, we'll do a whole bonus episode where Kaylin just talks about what she's learned about fortune in men's eyes. I'm just really happy that... It's just five minutes of Kaylin going, okay, okay, so I got it now. It, let me explain. It's, like, it's actually a gigantic metaphor for the Cold War. It's so weird. It's, I think it's my favorite movie ever made. Uh, actually, we should ask Jacob about it. Oh, he probably knows He's like, we'll just do that. I'll just He's do probably going to listen to this and just be like, those idiots. Oh, God, no, you don't understand. Uncultured swine. I like to think that we're very cultured swine. (laughs) (laughs) So what about the Riverdale thing? Uh, So apparently, when Hiram nods to the the warden, he nods to the security guys, and the security guy's just like, that's a riot! Get it, get it, stop the riot! And And, they uh, throw in all their guys. And all their guys just start, like, railing on these kids, like, beating them up. And then Archie just starts punching guards left and right. Archie, Which not, is not, not the way to do that. Not gonna do great things for your prison sentence. No. Fun fact: over on Arrow, 
the Green Arrow is also in prison. Oh, damn. Spoilers. And he doesn't fight any guards. He's... He'll fight other criminals, but, like, the guards, he is, like, being a good guy so he can get out of prison as soon as possible. Uh, I I know what they're going for here, because I want to show that Archie can fight so that the the warden can be, like, fight club. But I kind of wish this were more of a moment of them descending on someone weaker than Archie and Archie going to protect them. That would be cute. That would make more sense for him as, as, as a character. Yeah. But also, I think that he... What they really want is to show, oh, he's like a wild animal. Like, he can't be tamed. Miley Cyrus style. I guess, but that's just not Archie the best version. I don't know. I always think Archie shines most when he's heroic in some way. Not yeah. when he's just violent for I'm the sake so of violence. so white men. <laughs> <laughs> so Archie goes back to his cell, and Mad Dog isn't even there. And the guy, the guard's just like, oh yeah, he died in that riot you just started. He died? <laughs> and our, Seems he wasn't there. <laughs> he wasn't there. You murdered him. So the warden goes to visit Archie later. It was like, you sent three of my men to the infirmary. I'm impressed. You are my new mad dog. Oh, no. So next week, Archie's joining the fight club. So Prison fight club. He's going to do a Luke Cage. Yeah, that got canceled today. No, no. Luke Cage got canceled? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I knew about Iron Fist, and but. And Luke Cage got canceled. Holy shit. I think what they're going to end up doing is doing uh, just the Defenders. Are you okay, John? Well, I mean... Are you okay? I don't know how to feel right now. Okay, let's see the Riverdale podcast, then you can cry. <laughs> you can blog about it. So... Now that I told you. I already wrote a big thing about... I read it. It was really good. Fandoms. Oh, it was really good, John. Nihilism. Wow, I think he actually might cry, guys. You can't see, but like, I think he is. Whew. Are you okay? Maybe this just means Daughters of the Dragon is going to happen. Yeah. Betty and Jughead's plot. So apparently Betty's seizure was stress. And nobody else remembers the sounds and sacrifice. It was hibachi. <laughs> Backyard hibachi. Well, you know I love white a good... people do. <laughs> you know I love a good hibachi. <laughs> so, hibachi is pretty good. I actually love a good fondue. Which we know from That's, my last birthday. That is factual. Yeah. I love, I love fun. <laughs> they're, they're just like, Betty, it was a hallucination. And but Betty's think, just like, okay. I mean, it felt real, but okay. I think that they're being honest, though. I think the I think that they did do the... I think that they did everything in terms of... Um, they held the babies over the fire, and it was like a little ceremony, but I They do, sang the Lion King song. Right. Like, they were probably doing something weird, yeah. and they were drunk. But, like, <laughs> I, I don't oh think... Oh, my God. The truth is they were just <laughs> super hammered, like, babies! <laughs> I really do think that Alice is telling the truth anyway. But here's a fact. Dylan Doily is dead. But the other guy, Ben, who we re- learned in this episode, his full name is Ben Button? Benjamin Button? Yeah. The curious, curious case. Very curious. It's a curious case, if you will. So this guy, this whole time, we thought he was a teenager, but he's actually Brad Pitt aging in reverse. Yeah, he looks great, Brad Pitt ra- aging in reverse. Now now the power dynamic is totally different for his reaction, for his relationship with... Um, uh, uh No, the teacher. Oh, Grundy. Miss yeah. Grundy. He's taking advantage it of was her. her. Yeah, he was taking advantage of her. Did he make out oh, with her? God. He did, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did, her, yeah. Gross. Uh, so, like, Jughead's, like, telling her about what he found, telling Betty, and he's just like... So anyway, you want to investigate this with me? And this is kind of like, like our thing. And she's like, heck yeah. Yeah, they're actually weirdly cute. Mm-hmm. So they go to see uh, Creepy Doctor Jr. Because Creepy Doctor is apparently uh, dead now, but he's got an equally creepy son. He looks like um, one of the guys from Gotham who plays the Penguin. He doesn't look like the guy who played the Penguin. I don't think so. He looks like... Oh, no, I'm think, sorry. Not the Penguin. Not the he penguin. looks kind of like the guy who played Pennywise. He he does yes, Bill Skarsgård. He looks absolutely like that. But but I he looks not the penguin. There's another the Riddler. The Riddler, that guy. That guy's got smaller eyes, I think. Yeah, this guy looks like Bill Skarsgård. He's got big right. eyes. Anyway, he's like, listen, they died by drinking a mixture of cyanide and uh, blueberry fresh aid, which is I guess Riverdale's version of Gatorade. Yeah, probably. It uh, sounds gross though. I don't like, like Gatorade. My medical opinion is that I can't tell if this is suicide or murder, but I can say again, in my medical opinion, that this is a true f- face of evil. <laughs> I have no this idea is if this is a suicide. This is but, pure evil. I'm a doctor. Well, I feel like Ben could easily tell them if it was suicide or not, so that's convenient. But yeah. Uh, Betty gets creeped on by a new girl named Evelyn. I love her. Who, uh, is Edgar's daughter from the farm. 
she was at the hibachi night <laughs> and saw Betty have her seizure. So she's definitely evil. Is she? Or does she just love hibachi? <laughs> she, she, again. It's the same. As if you're that saying. passionate about hibachi, you're, you're evil. a little bit evil. Yeah, I guess that's fair. This same actress was in... She looks so familiar. Orphan Black. Yes, that's probably where I know. Where she was in a different cult that lived yes, on a farm. Yes, that's true. Do you think it's the same cult? Uh, no, those were neolutionists. Oh, and they were like about the babies and the orphans. It was weird. They were about like genetic excellence and like yes. cloning and shit. Right. That was problematic. Yeah. That was a good show. Yeah. That character that she played went through hell uh, yeah. in, that, in that show. So Jack and Buddy try to visit Ben at the hospital. He's unconscious, but his mom is there. Good for them. Or is it his wife? Who they Benjamin just Buttons. passed each other in age. Oh, that's so sad, isn't it? Just like thinking about it that way. She uh, she offhandedly mentions how sad Ben has been since his piano teacher was murdered. And it's Brendy. Lily Reinhardt has this vision, has this eye roll during that oh, moment. I didn't even notice That's it. just incredible. Yeah. She's like, ugh. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it's a whole thing. My dad killed your. Listen, don't Wait. get me started. Oh my God. <laughs> Her she, dad killed Ben's, <laughs> Ben's piano teacher. It's weird that the mom didn't That's weird that they don't mention that in that scene. <laughs> the mom should be like, yeah, his mom was killed by, by oh, her dad. By How him? is he? <laughs> he good? He's still in that glass. Oh, he's still room. in that Hannibal cell? Yeah, uh, cool. That's, that's nice. Good, yeah. No, she wow. is a pedophile bitch, so Ooh. it's fine. Missed opportunity show. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Not even a way to dissuade the conversation. <laughs> like, just let's just... Let this happen. <laughs> Jughead also finds an odd twig, fi- twig figure in the room, and she's like, oh, that's probably left by that girl with the, the bow in her hair. I love how they're like, the only person with a bow yeah, in her hair. the only person we know with a bow in her hair. Is Veronica. That? Oh, God. Oh, right. It's right. Ethel. No, exactly. <laughs> that's awkward. I oh, and then the sheriff enters like, hey, get out of here. And the deputy shows up, so there's two police officers in Riverdale yeah, now. now there's two. There and was she's one, like, now there's two. You're like, boss, there's a missing adventure scout. Probably shouldn't have mentioned that in front of the two tween detectives. I know, she was really, really loud about that. <laughs> boss, hey everyone, listen, listen up. <laughs> missing child. There's a missing adventure scout. <laughs> so so they're called adventure scouts. Yeah, I think that's a cute name. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's good. It's gender neutral. There is a, uh, a thing in Boy Scouts where it's like venture uh, uh, patrols or something like that. So you're older than the max cutoff. So you can be like 18 and a little bit older than that. And you can do these like cool, like higher level trips. I did a few of these, like you can do them without being that age, but it's like going to New Mexico and hiking, going to the Pacific Northwest and canoeing around. Question. Is skydiving a badge you can get? No. No? No, no. That's not really like a, like a useful life skill. Oh, it has to be That's more just like a, like a thrill. Okay. It could be useful. So, like, there's a wilderness survival merit badge. There's a first aid merit badge. Do you think you could I got a life-saving merit badge, which is, like, lifeguard training, so I was able to use skills I already kind of had. Could you survive in the woods if you were dropping into the woods right now? Oh, maybe. Uh, I might be able to, but I wouldn't feel confident about it. Like, I would be scared. Yeah. I don't think anyone would I would need some supplies. Right. If you just dropped me in with... Fuck no. Okay, cool. So I don't. What am I? What am I? Um, what am I? What's his face from Delta Crazy Ass Girlfriend? Um, do you, do you watch Crazy Ass Girlfriend? I do watch Crazy Ass Girlfriend. I have not seen the new episode. Oh, uh, the um, the pretty guy gets like like signs up to be dumped in the middle of the woods with no Wait, supplies. That's so funny. Yeah. Wait, why Joe? Why? Josh? No, 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 not White Josh. Uh, the, the the guy who's in love with Rebecca. Why can't I remember his name? Oh, wait, no, I did see that. Um, uh, Nathaniel. It's Nathaniel. Nath- oh, okay, yes, of course. That makes sense. Yeah. Wait, maybe I did see that then. I did see that. I saw it, like, yeah. I okay. Yeah. Great. Let's keep going. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> the episode. Uh, do, so, they go to question Ethel. Apparently, Ethel has been dating Ben. And they've all been hanging out in Dilton's secret bunker in the woods. Cool. Which wow, exists... Weird. Have you ever seen the movie The Hole? I love that movie. Is that like Scary Cave? No. That's just The Descent. Oh. Um, this is a movie about a group of kids who decide to like skip their spring break trip with their high school. And they go and hang out and party in a bunker in the woods. And then they get locked in. And it's so good. I love that movie. Wow, I, that's hardcore. 
I'll explain the whole plot to you afterwards. Great. It's great. Thor Birch is in it. Kira Knightley's in it. The guy who played somebody on Gossip Girl is in it that I forget the name of now. So Ethel will show them where the uh, where the bunker is after dark. So they got to meet after dark. First they go home, where Alice and FP yell at them for the investigation. Yeah, they're together, which is <laughs> cute, and I love and it. And Alice even like Alice reveals forever. the um, the seizure to Jughead, who kind of freaks out a little bit, and they split them up. And uh, Alice tries to bring Betty some tea and apologize, and Betty's like, "Nah, it's cool. Can I'm I just worried." Voice? Some weirdo tea from the farm. No thanks. No, it's, it's not even good. It's chamomile. Some tea from, some tea from the farm. No, why can't I do it? I lost it. Hold Maybe on. it's just too much pressure. It's been it's, a long day. Yeah, it has been a long day. Did I say that? How yeah. long of a day yeah, has you, been? Yeah, you mentioned how long of a day. It's been it a long of a day. And it's gonna keep on being long. Okay, go on. Betty sneaks <laughs> out of the house. So Betty and Jughead walk into the woods, and she mentions like, "Oh no, this." Walking through the woods with you investing in a weird crime, this is my normal. I love that. And that's so kind cute. of great. Um, and then um, then the goddamn Gargoyle King appears and chases them. So it's obviously somebody in a costume. But it's a scary costume. That thing is huge. Yeah, so Kevin could probably Kevin be, did a great job with yeah, it. Yeah, he could probably be like Fantastic. a visual artist or something. Or maybe, maybe they're like testing out some mascots for Hyrule Land. Yeah, <laughs> So we were going to go oh, with the... Oh, you're not feeling this? Bear. The kids not like this for the park of Ireland? <laughs> we're going to go with the bear, but then we decided that what Gargoyle were, King... What sees, if it were a demon monster? What if it was this? What do you think? Right in front of the roller coaster. Handing out cotton candy. Gargoyle King. I love it. So I have no idea what the hell that thing is. Yeah, no idea. Apparently, it's slow enough to not actually do anything. Yeah. Perfect end of act. Like, like oh, time to go to commercial moment. I feel like I would have <laughs> ran towards it. Because what was it going to do? I would have wanted to put some distance and seen how it moved. Because it, if it's, it's like, a- weird and staggery, then it's definitely someone on stilts. And then it's definitely not a threat because just throw but something at their legs. That's how I felt. I was like, it's, it's either real, which seems very unlikely... Or it's a person in stilts, in which case you have a clear advantage. What if it's just like a low-level mystery that's solved in an episode of Sabrina where someone's just like, oh yeah, I made an evil golem over in Riverdale. It's just scaring people. It's hilarious. (laughs) You guys should see it. They run so much. (laughs) (laughs) They always run. They know it's someone on stilts, and yet they keep running. What fools. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, wait. I just realized the thing. Yes. Gargoyles can't move in daylight. Uh-huh. So, like, they'll only ever see this thing at night. It's also not a thing. It's a person in a costume. Right, but if it, wanna keep, if it wants to keep up the mystique of Gargoyle King, right. it's probably going to follow Gargoyle rules. Yeah, that's fair. I saw Gargoyles, the animated TV series. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah. I God, like that, that was a... Like it's weird they haven't tried to bring that one back. No, they have. Have they? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, they have, actually, like, kind of recently. I thought we talked about it, actually. No. We'll, go- we'll Google it later. Okay. Yeah. So they go back to Pops, because it's always open. Uh, and they're like, well, that couldn't have been Ethel. It was too tall. So what do we do now? Oh, why don't we open that map we've had the entire time <laughs> and try to find this uh, bunker? Uh, bunker ourselves? Yeah. Why didn't you do this the whole time? Jackie even says, oh, we should have done this first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they find it. <laughs> Relying on Ethel. Are you kidding me? She's a girl who gets dragged in alternate dimensions and killed by monsters. Like this bunker. Could be a pathway to the upside down. So they find the bunker, and it's full of Weird griffins shit. and gargoyle stuff, but apparently no overhead lights. Yeah, nope. They're going through their uh, 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 flashlights. And they find a drawing of the gargoyle king that looks nothing like the monster they just saw. <laughs> and uh, a sign talking about drinking from the correct cup and descending with blue liquid in it. Uh, and, uh, an evil boy scout hiding under the bed. Terrifyingly. I don't know if he's evil. Well, no, just in the moment, like, I yelled evil boy scout. It's kind of amazing. He's been there for a while. (laughs) He just kind of like. Two days. Also, he was like hiding under the bed just on his own. Yeah. But then when the flashlight came down, his first thought wasn't like, all right, just get up and be normal. It was, attack it. (laughs) It was just, (laughs) crawl at it, like, chaotically. 
dang. This is a cool episode. Like, it freaks. It, it was very freaky before was the very commercial freaky. break. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, they told me to stay in the bunker until Dilton came back. And they're like, Dilton's not coming back. He's like, Psh, Dilton's coming back. <laughs> no, it's fine. He was Dilton's apprentice to join the game. But he knows it's a game. Apparently. He's also like, yeah, he's like, it's a game. I'm his apprentice. Evelyn and Ben are not dating in real life. They only <laughs> date in the game. That'd be ridiculous. Who does he Ben's think type is significantly to... more pianist. Uh, oh, you think he's gay? I, I said pianist. Oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> that was not a bit. I swear to God. That was not a bit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's been a long day. <laughs> You did not enunciate that clearly. <laughs> oh, okay, let's so, move on. <laughs> Jughead and Betty confront Ethel again. They're <laughs> like, hey man, you're not dating him in real life. And yeah, she she's says, by that. and I quote, this game is more real than you Philistines could ever comprehend. Okay. Philistines is the dumbest smart insult you can ever call What's someone. It mean? It's like, it's, I think it's... Basically the same as calling someone basic. Oh, yeah. I get that. (laughs) I feel that. Then they're like, I want to use three syllables. Philistine. Philistine. There we go. Yeah, Ethel's kind of mean. I've realized that Ethel is mean. She also says, if they talk to grown-ups, he'll get angry. Oh. And then she's like, when Dylan talked to Jughead, and then she cuts herself off, Throws an arm in one air and starts seizing up on the ground, like in Hereditary. Yes, cool. And it's scary. Evelyn's just watching. Yeah, Evelyn, who has been there? Evelyn, the who was there time. for both seizures. Hmm. So do you think she caused it? Psychic seizure powers? Is this the genre element? Yes, that's it. Firestarter? So all the parents meet up to talk about how dangerous it is that, these, that their children are getting involved in this all thing. All the parents, even though they each other. Yeah, all of the parents, except for... Cliff Blossom's twin brother. Not a parent. Shit, you got me there. Yeah. Not, not a parent. No. Molly isn't there. Molly Ringwald. That's true. Mary. And Hal isn't there because Well, he's I in feel prison. like it's fine. Yeah. They probably But They him. all know what the blue lips means. And this and is where stuff. we're gonna get the crossover Breakfast Club episode where and the kids play like, the parents. Yeah. They're like, we can't tell the kids, but they're in danger. And I'm like should probably tell the kids that, it, they're, that they're in danger. In danger. Yeah, they, they're really good at this, actually. They're better than you guys are. So, while Ethel is at the hospital, and then Jughead and Betty decide to check in on Ben Button. What convenient time. And they find him just kind of chilling in his windowsill. He says the coolest thing. So, he Betty is like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. And then he says, I know it's okay. Basically. I'm going to ascend. And I'm going to be with him. With Dilton. But then the, the, my favorite thing that he says is don't worry y'all what does he say you'll fall you'll fly you'll too. fly too and then jumps out the window one day you'll fly too and then he plummets out the window and then betty looks horrified and so he's probably dead yeah which puts the gargoyle king at half as many kills as the black hood amazing in two episodes he's so smart that gargoyle uh, king. they're like what about queen ethelene ethel's character and he's like she'll be reunited with us too It'll all like, be fine. It's creepy. It shit. is creepy. It's really creepy shit. And I am so in for it. I know, it. me too. I'm I am so, so in. down. And that's the episode. Dare to defy. So, anyway. <laughs> so, Prom King? Prom King. I want to give it to Our Mad team. Dog. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Just okay. for everything he's been doing. He's been through a lot, so He's sure. been working very hard. He, I feel like he could use this. <laughs> a stabilizing force like us labeling him Brown King in his life. He just he seems like he gets so little. Yeah, okay. I believe that. Do you think he's dead? Actually, sorry, that's Rumor Mill. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay, Prom Queen. Betty for doing investigations. I agree, Betty. Um, chaperone. I'm going to give it to Hermione because she took charge this episode. Yeah, that checks out. She seemed kind of just like, yeah, she was, she was the one who gathered the parents. She's the one who signed off on the Innocence Project. Not really sure what her motivation is for anything yet, but we'll find out. Uh, who is, uh... Throwing under the bus? Throwing under the bus. 
the warden. He sucked. That's fair. That's fair. I was going to say Veronica. Well, she's fine. You're just being ridiculous all episode, Veronica. Yeah, but she didn't. Do do something for you. Stop worrying about the boys in your life. Yeah. What do you want to do? She wants to run a... You should be at the epicenter of fighting your dad and, like, his plans and stuff. You should be trying to figure out what that is and doing, like, businessy things. You should get, like, one of the lawyers from Suits. Like, a business lawyer. Not Not a wig? You should, like... Hire Penny Peabody and like set her on like some kind of weird like redemption arc or like huh. not even redemption but like she has to be near them a lot. I wouldn't trust that woman. Just saying, I I get. I what don't you're want saying, more episodes but... of Veronica just going to prison and pining for her boyfriend who's behind bars. Yeah, I agree with that, hundred percent, hundred percent. So rumor mill, take me there. Okay, so I definitely think my biggest theory right now is that the episode that we're gonna get where the kids are playing the parents. That's going to be when we reveal the truth about the Gargoyle King. Oh, well, maybe not the truth, but it will give us a lot of information. Yeah, and I also feel like um, that maybe whoever is behind the Gargoyle King thing is somebody who is is a real person and was somebody kind of like the Black Hood was like hurt by. Do you think it's Fallout from last season? Like no, how the Black King I think it's and the Black new- Hood happened because of last season? Or because of the first season? Mm, I don't know. I think this might be a new thing. I think so, too. I hope it's a new thing. It seems like they really want to, like, cut off from last season and start fresh this year. I think even them saying this is worse than what happened with Jason Blossom and the Black Hood. I I don't think I had to be like, yeah, those things were bad, but this is more bad, so the stakes are higher. Right, exactly. But I think that indicates that it is a separate thing as opposed to him saying something like, well, it's just with the Black Hood... Everything was thrown out of whack. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it was kind of like, a, right. oh, blah, blah, blah. these are different. So that's my theory. Um, yeah, I mean, there's really not a ton to go on right now. But I think that... I do think that the farm... I, I think that the farm might not be as involved as we think. I think that it's going to be something like maybe it caused the seizures, but I don't think it necessarily... Has a lot to do with the Gargoyle King. That's my theory. You think the seizures are a farm thing and the Gargoyle King is a separate thing? Yeah. Maybe it's possible that the farm and the Gargoyle King are actually enemies of each other. I don't know. I don't think it's that complicated. It's just, it seems like the, the seizure and the Evelyn placement implies that there is a connection. Yeah. I just feel like it might not be the connection we think. Okay. Because I think that if Alice knew there right, was a Because what does Kevin have to do with the farm? Right, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. And Kevin is obviously the linchpin. Yeah. So. We all know what the game is. <laughs> we actually know the answer. We just don't know all the questions. Right. So that's the confusing thing. It's 42. Exactly. But what's the question? Aha. I get the Hitchhiker's Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. That's right. right. Good book. So, yeah. I mean, I don't have that much, but... Um, Trying to think if I got anything. Do you think Ethel is going to die this season? No. No? No. I don't think Mad Dog's dead either. I don't. I I hope he's not. It they seem thinks. to put a lot of work into him and his backstory for to be like, and he died off screen. Right, exactly. If Fangs <laughs> isn't dead, and obviously he's not. Mad Dog. Mad Dog's alive. Yeah. Especially if uh, he has the fan reaction that we had to him yeah, this episode. Is, he will damn. be around for a while because that's how Riverdale rolls. Train me. Take me to a boot camp. And, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of Archie for having a new black friend. So, Galen, <laughs> what, are, what are you excited for? I'm excited for... I saw a little bit of The House on Haunted Hill or Hill, Haunting of Hill House, and I'd like to continue watching more of it. I've been recommending it to people, but I haven't actually watched it myself. That's a weird thing to do, John. What about you? Uh, well, I'm super bummed about the Netflix Marvel stuff, even though Daredevil just dropped its, uh, season three. I think I just saw a trailer today for a movie that I didn't know was happening, and now I'm super stoked What's for it. What's it called? Escape Room. Ooh. And it's about six people who get a random invitation to an escape room. It's got the oldest daughter from Lost in Space in it. It's got Deborah Ann Wall in it. Some other people who are like, I think it even has 
the terrible kid from Love Simon who like made the who like did the yeah, announcement on the field. But they all get these six people get invited to an escape room and then like they walk into this nice place and it's uh-huh. like if you win you get a million dollars. They're all like waiting for it to start. And then like, what is going on? And then one guy goes to open the door of the room they're in and the handle comes off and there's like a dial on it. it turns out they're already in the escape room. And I would then, play like, that game. And then they're trying to and then like it starts becoming a deadly escape room and they have to get from one room to the next room and it's like really it's, it's bare. It seems really cool. I'd like to and point like, out this is the plot of Saw 2. Sure. Okay. But like it doesn't have to connect to any other greater hole, so it can just be its own thing here. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't know this movie existed. Trailer came out like today and now I'm excited. I wanna watch this. I love it. Um, that's kinda If you're in LA, if you're in LA, just speaking of escape rooms, try (laughs) go to Creep LA. Um, it's at the row downtown. You won't regret it. Don't look up too much. Just go. Pay your ninety dollars and just go. So John, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at John Patton. And you can find me on my blog, The Catcher in the Rye where Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Nice pun. Thanks. I just um, did a whole thing about how fan engagement with films has changed dramatically, and maybe not for the better, for fans or the planet. And my name is Caitlin Riley, <laughs> and I, you can find me on Twitter at Riley <laughs> <laughs> That's R-E-I-L-O-Y tweets. And you can find my dog on Instagram at SoulTheMysteryPup. I love you. <laughs> Well, after this, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go out and have a good time, right? Yeah, Everything's gonna be fun. okay. It's gonna be good. I hope you feel recharged enough. I'm gonna be recharged. I ate the pizza. It was the pizza that did it. The pizza I ate did that it. so fast. That's delightful. And so fast. And the kitchen light wasn't working the whole thing. So anyway, bye guys. I love you. Over and out, River Vixens. <laughs>